Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome to episode 82 of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, And now introducing to the mic, my partner in crime for this trip around the world. Through the solar system on top of Metal Mountain, it's the happy heel himself. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, Joe? What's going on, Metal Mountain? Not Mountain Mountain. (laughs) Did you hear that cackling in the distance? Should I be worried? Are these black cats and these witches keep, like, surrounding my house? Is it Halloween? Geek. Geek. Yeah, what's up? Um... Should I be worried? Do you, should should I should I like panic and get my my water buckets ready in my yard? I mean, Halloween's coming up. Yeah. Well, let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to Kaya. What's how you say her last name? McKenna. McKenna. Oh, hi guys. What's up? What's up? How's it going? Not bad. Um, I don't necessarily think that I am the cause of your cackling and bad cats because I am a good witch, not a bad or evil witch. (laughs) (laughs) It helps you out there. (laughs) Now, if you guys have upset a bad witch somewhere along the line, you're on your own. I think you might. You only got good thoughts coming from me. It's always good to have good witches in the area. Yeah, I was good. I have my my stone on. I always wear my stones. I got my, my black crystal. See? Oh, there you go. That, yes. That's good. I was all that good energy in. Always. Because I'm the I'm the face. I always have to bring the good energy to the show. Yeah. I, I think you're summoning all the witches to the dudes at Ringside Podcast. <laughs> uh, Kaya, you know? I mean, I don't know. Are there other witches out there? Or am I the only yeah, there, witch going these days? There, there, there's a couple that are coming on the There's podcast. one that actually followed us today, but she looks like a bad witch because he has like the horns and she has like the black lines under her eyes. I'm like, I mean, there are a lot of different kinds of witches. You can't box us all in. And there's no like one way a witch looks. Witches look many different ways. Yeah. So. yeah. so if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Right, I am Kaya McKenna. I am a good witch slash professional wrestler, and I am an expert at pure magic, which is my very special way of wearing my opponents down and ripping them limb for limb in the ring. I also bring a lot of good vibes. That's all I got for you. Awesome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Kaya. And it's funny, you're the second Kaya to come on our podcast. We had one from England. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think she spelled it K I Y A. Yeah, I mean, it's still, possible. Still, yeah. But <laughs> that Kaya had a unicorn that came on the podcast, a, a bear, a, like a stuffed unicorn mm-hmm. that she had on the screen. The unicorn's yeah. Well, I do George. not have a stuffed unicorn. I am so sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we got a new follower. You used your magic a little bit. We got a new follower. Thanks for following. You do have yeah. some magic in these hands. That's awesome. Um, So who trained you? I was trained by Seth Rollins and Merrick Brave at the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy in Davenport, Iowa. Oh, wow. We're actually having Izzy B later in the month. She got trained by Seth Rollins as well. Yeah, yeah, I know Izzy. She's great. You could tell her when you speak to her, hey, 
I, I went on dudes at ringside. <laughs> I will let her know. I'll make sure to give her the heads up. Tell awesome. her how cool you guys are. How does that sound? Cool. Thank you. <laughs> it's always good to get that. <laughs> Sometimes I worry. <laughs> like, do they really talk to each other? But, well, we know because this, yeah, we have to definitely send a big thank you out to Ashley Dembois for helping yes. us get you because as Metal Geek, you ran away. Lots of yeah. love for Ashley. She's Ashley kicking the ass right now. You love to see it. Oh gosh, it's funny. We we did a um we did a an AEW um, prediction show for the pay per view, and um, I I pretty much geek geek computer crash, so I'm I'm the only one here right now. Um, so I every we did a prediction show, and I I uh, I pre- I'm like. I'm going to predict Ashley. Like, Joe, is that the only thing? Yeah, I'm going to predict Ashley because Ashley's our friend. <laughs> Why not? Well, there you go. You got to support yeah. your friends. Yeah. So Geek's, Geek, Geek will be back. His computer crashed. That's so um, out of all your matches that you've, you've done so far in your career, what well, which one would be like your favorite match? Oh my goodness. I've enjoyed a lot of the matches I've had for very various reasons, but um, I recently had a match with Riley Shepard at WWR plus up at beyond in Worcester, Massachusetts. And it was really, really fun to wrestle somebody who was similar to me in size and similar to me in technique because it posed a new challenge to where I had to kind of go tit for tat with her. And like, it, it just, I really enjoyed being challenged in that way per se and not, being able to just run my, my typical offense or, you know, dominate my opponents with my strength and my technical ability. Like I usually do. Um, she was a very, very fun opponent to have. It's always good to mix it up with people like that, that test you and push you and force you to think outside the box. Of course. It's always when, when you do a certain match, you always have to measure yourself up when the different styles people have in wrestling, like, like the match that actually that's coming up very soon for you. Um, do you want to talk about your match you're having with Killer Kate tonight? Kaya? Oh. oh. What's, going on? What's going on? So, I don't know if there's any... Yeah, uh, I'm really excited about that match. I will be wrestling Killer Kate at Combat Fights Unlimited on the 9th, um, September 12th in New Jersey as part of um, the CFU Camp Leapfrog doubleheader. And I've been looking forward to this match for a while. I met Kate in Tampa at the Collective, and we really meshed well. And we seem to have very, like, complimentary ring styles. So I'm excited to kind of get in there and mix it up with her. You know, she seems to go for that, like, Casadora knee bar a lot. But, you know, I'm an arm specialist. So it's like you got two different things coming together. It's going to be a great matchup. I can't wait for it. If you can, by chance, if there's anybody that you're with at rings or the, the promotion, if you can maybe, get, if you could get the permission from the company for us. If you can get some clips from the match for us, we'll post it on the dudes at ringside page and we can, we can, that's what we like getting the wrestler to make a clip for us, like match clips. So we could post it and like, it helps us out. You know what I mean? It helps you out. It helps us out. Stuff like that. You know? Kyra? You there? Oh, 
Yeah, I'm I'm just listening. I think I can definitely see if I can get some clips of the match to you guys when it occurs. It will be streaming on IWTV, so everybody can tune in and check it out there. That's yeah, cool. Sorry, sorry about the, the technical difficulties earlier. You know, I had a little bit of an issue. It's fine. My computer just We are in went. Mercury retrograde. What's we're up? getting ready to enter Mercury. We're getting ready to enter Mercury retrograde, so sometimes that makes technology a little bit weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so wow. yeah, the computer just crashed out of nowhere. So but I, I guess I You're guess back now. Yeah, okay. but we're back now, and I guess I mean Halloween is coming, so there you go. So um who have been some of your favorite witches? Some of my favorite witches? Yeah, from, from movies and stuff like that. From movies and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, honestly, like, my favorite witch is my auntie witch. She's yeah. kind of been, like, my guiding witch my entire life and taught me all of my witchy ways. Mm-hmm. And she always helps me fix all my little witchy woes. And she gives me um, witchy wisdom. She's quite wonderful, so I know she's not a TV witch or a movie witch, but she is my favorite witch. That is, that is I, I do. I like Sabrina too. Sabrina's a pretty cool witch. She's one but of my yeah. probably favorite TV witches. But Auntie Witch is the best. She's my favorite. That that is a great answer to be honest with you. So yeah, you know? and she's family, right? Like yeah, exactly. Like, that's like the best answer you family. could possibly give. So you know. So have you had a chance to wrestle? People like uh, um, um, Becca yet? I have not had a chance to wrestle Becca yet, but I think that would be a really, really fun match. I sometimes wonder if she has magical scrunchies and she gets power from them. (laughs) And how would I counteract the power of these scrunchies? That would be a really (laughs) good challenge in a match, right? Yeah. Magic Uh, versus scrunchie power. We'll see. So I actually caught your match with Holly Dead. That was a really good match to be honest. So what so was the uh what was the taping like for that? Was was it like a full like twenty four hour or you just go in there and you do your match and that was it? So GCW Fight Forever did take place like while we still had a lot of COVID protocol for wrestling shows. It was very much a show up, do your match and leave. Just because we were trying to honor and be respectful of social distancing practices and not have a bunch of people in one space. Because obviously to have a 24-hour wrestling show, you have to have a lot of talent from all over. So yeah, we we got there. It's like you get there, um, you do your match and you leave. And it's really interesting because it is like a rotating door. And you don't get a ton of time to prepare for your match or for your opponent. You just have to go out there and do the thing. So that can be a little bit of a daunting task, you know, not having that mental prep time leading into it. You just have to show up ready to rock and roll and go. So that was a really fun experience. I I really enjoyed Fight Forever. I thought it was a really cool, innovative concept. I thought that was a really fun match. It was a little bit cold in the building because it was January. But you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you tougher. Yeah, when I was... I really enjoyed that match I had with Holly Dead. I learned a lot. Even though I lost, I, I gave it my all, and I came out of it stronger on the other side. And that's all you can really ask for. Yeah, when I was watching it, I was like, "Like, is this really show twenty four hours?" And I was like, "It is." And I was like, "Holy crap! They're actually going a twenty doing a twenty four hour show, twenty four so, straight hours." That's amazing. I'd love to do that. Like, well, technically, <laughs> Geek and I did do that. Last month, me and Geek went to our first show together since WrestleMania 35. Me and Metal Geek went to WrestleMania together. And then I came back to Long Island because I live in Pennsylvania. And Geek and I went to two shows in one day. 
we went yeah. to yeah double shotting that's yeah. the thing oh, yeah. you shows one day um, oh, one, of the, one of the cool things I actually thought that was neat about Fight Forever is because it was 24 hours. And by the time that I had my match at Fight Forever, like people had been there 15 hours and Jeez. they had been drinking and they hadn't slept. And I'm sure they were a little bit tired. But when I went and I made my entrance there and I had put a lot of um, legwork into getting a match at GCW, I had been doing ring crew for them for close to a year and all of this other mess to earn that opportunity. So to get that opportunity was very rewarding but not only to get it, but then to go out and be met with such a warm reception from all of my friends and my fans and my family. Like, even though they were tired as hell, like, they could still, like, dig deep and give me this big, warm welcome. I just remember being in the middle of the ring and drinking that moment in. And it is probably one of my favorite moments in wrestling. Like, there's a photo of me just, like, looking up into the awning, smiling like a big, stupid idiot because I was just so happy and I just felt so honored that people could find something to give me, even though they were utterly exhausted. Like, it was the best feeling in the world. Um, it was really cool. I, I loved it. It was really awesome. That That's always a good feeling that, like, when you know the crowd is in it, and when you come through the curtain, they just give you this loud ovation, and you're like, wow, the crowd's really in this. Like, you feel it. You could feel it, like, like the first show after, like our me and Geeks first show when we went back. That crowd ovation when somebody came through the curtain, we're just like, "Wow, this is yeah. like insane," mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that that was our first show back. See, seeing our first show, and like, two, wait, the last show I went to was the Raw at was it Barkley? I think it was right before the pandemic. I think it was the world right when uh, was the name Randy Orton gave Beth Phoenix the RKO, and that was the last show I went to. <laughs> and right, right before the pan- that was as I think two weeks before the pandemic. So, have you I ever actually wrestled? enjoyed getting? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Kaya. Um, no, have, you ever, have you ever wrestled on the uh, the West Coast yet? I have. I've wrestled in Vegas for Poder Dos, which is the promotion that runs um, once or twice a year by a promoter named Ed in San Antonio. It's an all-women's show and is absolutely incredible. I really enjoyed getting to go there and wrestle and just be around different people. Um, when you do wrestling, it's very easy to get like in your own little pond. So it's always fun to like go wrestle other places you've never been before. And I really enjoyed going out to the West Coast and getting to experience a little bit of the West Coast flavor. And all those girls out there were incredible. Like, there's so many incredible female performers in this country, no matter where you go. So Yeah, it's totally are. We get a lot of the female wrestlers on our podcast. That's the one thing, like, a lot of people, a lot of my friends, like, give me, give me flack because I like to bring the female wrestlers on because, as I've told the other female wrestlers, female wrestling, they don't get the respect it deserves because a lot of fans are one-sided when their thoughts oh female wrestler they give sometimes they give you a better match than the men like i think that because there's less opportunities for women in wrestling we maximize the opportunity that we do get um and that's not saying dudes don't maximize their opportunities i'm simply saying that when there's one spot on a card for you and that's your chance, you're going to give it your all every single time because you know that it's one spot. There's not seven chances for you. There's one chance. So you need to make the most out of it. 
And I love that there are more opportunity for opportunities for women in wrestling than there ever have been before. But still, those those opportunities are very few and precious. So I think women just value the opportunity more. And we see it as a chance to really put ourselves out there and give something special because we don't necessarily know when the next opportunity is going to come. Yeah, totally. Oh, there's another promotion. We don't take it for granted. Yeah, there's another promotion that we're going to have on the podcast, I think in November. Um, Have you ever heard of Liberty Pro? I believe so. The name sounds familiar. Um, Do you want to tell me a little more about it? Liberty Pro Wrestling is an all-female promotion, and they're from Alabama. And they're, they seem like a very good promotion. They seem like they've been around forever. Like their, their owner is coming on our podcast in November. And I'm going to write down all the female wrestlers we've had on our podcast that, that they haven't had on Liberty yet. Would you mind if I name dropped you to them and told them, told them about you? I mean, sure. I I love going and wrestling new places as long as it. I'll just see it like you know. It's all about our schedules and where we're at and what parts Ooh. of the country we're in. But I'm open to any opportunity. If you guys would like to throw my name in the hat, I would be more than appreciative of that. Awesome, because I always like to ask the, the wrestler before I say anything. You know, I don't want I don't want to say the name and then then the wrestler gets mad. I think it's the weather, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a storm coming through. Uh-huh. So she'll be well, back though. So she'll be back. But, oh, there you go. Yeah, I think it's a connection. You know, there's a, there's a storm coming through. I know that. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering, but I'm back here now, so that's all hey. that matters. Okay. Yeah. So, so we just got we got a comment just now. Oh, yeah, I did lift up a house one time. Okay, so early on in my wrestling career, I was a manager. And I was managing a tag team called Riot City. And they did a hardcore match where fans brought weapons. And some of the fans had brought one of those little playhouses that you would, like, put in the backyard for kids. Like, one of the plastic ones. Mm. And the spot was to get it into, like, I had to get it into the ring. So, you know, thinking it's just, like, a kid's, like, playhouse, how heavy could it be, like... I went to pick this thing up and I guess they had left it outside for a while and it was oh, like geez. full of water and like mud and stuff. So it was like probably like cleaning a hundred pounds off the floor up to the ring. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up and like mud and everything fell out all over me. And I just kind of like heaved it with all my strength over the top rope. And then they did a really cool, like, you know, power bomb spot to finish the match on the roof of the playhouse. But yes, that oh, was me in the house into the ring. <laughs> It was deceptively heavy. Is that clip anywhere online? I have to see that clip. I do not know. I would. I might have to go back and see if I can find it and do some digging. It's probably out there somewhere. It was from like 2018. So this was before I had even gone to wrestling school. I was still like paying my dues and like meeting opportunities and stuff like that. From one witch to another, do you drink herbal teas, light polo santo, and do good? Abundances. Abundances. Well, I'm always trying to manifest success and good energy, especially in my wrestling career. So I do do a lot of like moon magic and like full moon manifestation for that. Um, I think all witches like tea because teas are 
are herbs and herbs are used in spells. So I have not met a witch that does not enjoy tea, at least not yet. Um, I know I enjoy tea tremendously. I really like oolong tea. That's one of my I'll, favorites. I don't know if you mentioned this, but who is like one of your favorite opponents to work with? Oh man. Okay. In recent history, I really enjoyed wrestling Masha Slamovich because she's super intense <laughs> and it's, there's no way to prepare for her, but it's good because it forces you to grow as a, as a um, wrestler and it forces you to adapt and think on your feet. Like you always talk about strategizing and game planning and figuring out how am I going to win this match? And like when you have somebody that brings her level of intensity, you can't prepare for that. You just have to be able to think on the fly and adapt to whatever chaotic insanity she's throwing at you in the ring. But that also makes for an incredible opponent that I would love to wrestle again. I I actually watched that match. That was one of the ones that when we were still talking about changing your date before you get the day before that, that day when you had to change your date, I watched that match that Saturday, whatever time I think Saturday morning, I watched it. And then I was like, and then, then we got her on the podcast. I'm like, Oh my God, we're having Masha Slamovich. Oh my God, this is so cool. And then I watched that match and I was like, oh my God, they had a match against each other. What? Yeah, I got murdered, but it was a good time. Yeah, Yeah, I watched it. Definitely want my rematch at some point. Well, this this is your opportunity to call her out. Here at Dudes at Rings, we always like to lead up to a possible rematch. You know, I don't even think I have to call her out. I'm pretty sure our paths will cross again sometime soon. What yeah. goes around comes around. Of course. I think she called you out on the podcast, actually. <laughs> well, that's good, because what goes around comes around. So I guess it's my turn to owe her a murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a headbutt. We'll see. I, I would love to see that match, actually. I would love to see that match happen She's a again. great opponent. She always brings out the best in people. Um, and like I said, I think it's just because she has an intensity and a fire that no one can prepare for. It's a very do-or-die match. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in New Jersey. Have you ever wrestled in New York City, like Long Island and stuff like that? I have not wrestled in New York City. I've wrestled in, um, you know, uh, Ridgefield Park, which is I have an um, event coming up there for Catalyst Wrestling. And then I'm there again for Invictus Pro Wrestling on the 25th. So that's that's like a, like close to New York City. But no, cool. I've not had the... Um, I've not been able to work in New York City just yet. It is on my list. Like I think everybody would love to have a match at a place like the Garden, or oh. like um, you know, or even like Melrose Ballroom is cool. When we think of like iconic New York venues, right? Like I would love Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Hammerstein Ballroom, yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I, does it, does indie wrestling still run there? Yes, they do. Oh they wow. Run, okay. They were well. I don't know if it counts, but they ran New Japan there. Yes, they did. That is true. They ran um, New Jer- Ring of Honor. Yeah, like I would there. love to wrestle in New York City one day. Like that, that would be so cool. Even if they ran, uh, what's the other? What's the one next to Hammerstein? I think it's the New Yorker Hotel. Yeah. They they've ran wrestling there before, so. Well, when that's Ring- cool. So when Ring of Honor was uh, wasn't was when Ring of Honor wasn't mainstream, they uh, they were running the New Yorker Hotel, and then they went to the Hammerstein. So. Yeah, I kind of, from that um, period of time, remember them running the Philadelphia Armory a lot, which would be closer to my neck of the woods because yeah, I'm in yeah. Maryland. So, oh, those were the good old days, weren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the good old days of Ring of Honor when I was telling Joe that when you when there was no there was no streaming services at all, so people had to 
No, you had to buy the DVDs. I remember not, not, buying not, the DVDs. Not even that. You had to go on the forums and you'd be like, okay, what happened? What happened? Mm -hmm. And then somebody would report it, what happened. And you would have to take their word for it. Yeah, there wasn't like camera phones or no. any way to really make that very easily accessible. No YouTube. There was no YouTube, no streaming services, nothing. It was just word of mouth of what happened. And uh, that was, th those were the times of the Indies right there. Yeah, but you yes. know, honestly, I think that there's a lot of good stuff going on in wrestling right now, too. It's, yeah. it's cool to be nostalgic for the past because I think that a lot of us have a lot of good memories surrounding things like the Attitude Era or um, Ring of Honor in like 2005, 2006 or whatever, right? Like we all have good nostalgic memories for that rest for those specific periods in wrestling. But oh my gosh, there's so much wrestling nowadays. I think that's the coolest thing is like you don't have to sit around and wait to watch wrestling. It's on every night independent wrestling has a bigger platform than ever thanks to like the internet and social media exactly. if you don't want to watch mainstream wrestling they have iwtv where you can watch independent wrestling from all over the country like the fact that it's so accessible to me makes it so cool like this is actually like another golden era in wrestling we just probably don't realize that because we're living through it right now you yeah know? The, the only company that i think still relies on their dvds is actually pwg yeah, they'll probably end up streaming eventually. I would yeah. imagine at some point. Because I remember, even even if you went to the shows, the PWG shows, you were not allowed to videotape at all in the PWG no. show. They want they relied heavily on their DVDs, and that was that was it. So pretty nostalgic right there. Some people snuck in a camera to get like the uh, pictures, but other than that, so. Before our heads mod, before ever so Spiffy's head explodes, do you have any pets? I do. I have a pug. Um, her name is the Empress. She's not with me at the moment because I am still traveling a little bit, but she's at home with um my stepfather who is taking care of her, like the regal royalty pug Empress she is she's wonderful i take her on the road sometimes it's just a little too hot right now like pugs have really smushy little faces so they don't do super great when it's hot outside <laughs> but once things cool off i will i will have her with me at shows and you can meet the empress make her acquaintance take take photographs with her you can bring her gifts Aww. she accepts gifts from all of the people in her kingdom <laughs> she's the best little pug she's such a little bundle of joy like when I got home like a couple of days ago and you know, you're tired and you know, you just, you're, you don't have any, you don't have two brain cells to rub together anymore, but you know, she just comes up and looks at you with the big old pug eyes and is like, well, like making pug noise and you just hold her and you can like just smell comfort in her fur and give her little scratches. And she's just so happy that you're there. It's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. I'm lucky yeah. to have her as a, as a pet. It's it's always good that that you know that there's someone in the world that will give you make you feel like that you're the you're the you're everything under the everything under the moon in the stars for them. It yeah, the unconditional love that you get from a pet is definitely like no other. You could have the worst day known to mankind, but your dog's still gonna be like, uh, "Hey, dude, pet me. I love you. Remember that. Like, yeah. you're the best." They're yeah. like just these little furry bundles of love that we're all so lucky to have. Yeah. yeah it's like um, my girlfriend's uh what you call it, dog. She, she um 
she gets like mad. He gets mad when I, I hug my girlfriend. He gets like he starts growling at me and starts barking. It's just so it's like the funniest thing. She doesn't want to share you. No, she doesn't. She gets very <laughs> he get, he gets very jealous like very easily. Well, animals have a lot of emotions, just like people. You know, they have moods. They're happy. They're sad. So it makes sense. They're like it's like guys. What about me? I need a hug too. Golden <laughs> Doodle. That's my, I have a wiener dog named Dexter. Dexter Morgan. Oh, well, that's cute. Somewhere I'm looking up, going the boy, the man didn't, the 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 little guy that lives in our basement. M- mom and dad didn't say my middle name, Dexter. Dexter Doodlebug Morgan. Okay, I gotta say his full name because that's his full name. Dexter Doodlebug Morgan. He sounds adorable. He's adorable, but he's Mr. Serious. Oh, okay. He's a serious, he's a serious dog. The Empress is very demanding. When she wants more food and her bowl is empty, she'll like kick her bowl and bark. Like, excuse me. Dexter does that. There's Dexter. Oh, look at how cute. What a that sweet was in the barn. Yeah, that was he didn't even know I took that picture. I just snuck it. I just did the camera phone straight and I was just like, what damn. Ooh. I do have um autographed photos with the Empress in them on my merch store, and she will sign them as well with a little paw print. If you um right now, um if you want to talk about your uh we're almost some time's almost up, but um if you want to talk about where you can find your merchandise. So the fans can go buy stuff. Yeah, I have an online merch store. It's kayamckenna.bigcartel.com. And I have stickers, enamel pins, 8x10s, t-shirts, all kinds of goodies that are in that store. So if we you're looking for merch, that's where to find it. We have stickers. Stickers are the best. I feel like there's everybody likes stickers. Like People like to put them on coolers, on their cars, on their refrigerators, like I, their I laptops. The yeah, <laughs> there you As, go. Like I'm telling you, stickers are the best merch anybody can have. Like if no, you have Spitfire sticker, she sent me one in the mail. Oh, that's cool. Jesse Nolan, she sent oh, me that's merch. A cute sticker. I yes. love it. I love that. Like I said, you can't ever have too many stickers. Like if you're a wrestler and you're listening to this and you don't know what to do for merch, just get a bunch of stickers. People love stickers. They're great. Kids we did a sticker trade. We did it. Yeah. Me, me and Jesse did a sticker trade, and she was like, "Okay, send me your address." I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Like, yeah, if yeah. you guys send me your address, I'll um, we can sticker trade too. I'll send you. Some okay, stuff. cool. I'll send. Cool. Well, after we're done on the podcast, I'll I'll drop your address. So okay, yeah, we could do a trade. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Um, if you have to go, we understand because we know you're extremely busy with your. Do you guys have any other questions for me this evening? Just, um, I, just, I just have one more. So absolutely. Did you, did you um and did you have, happen to catch all out or? Uh, I actually went to all out. Yeah, <gasps> all out. Where? Yeah, there. I did. I I went and I enjoyed it. Um, every once in a while, I really just like to go watch wrestling and enjoy it as a fan. You that's know, awesome. I think that that's it's it's a great thing to do. It kind of reminds you why you do it in the first place. It helps you fall in love with wrestling. Yeah. Again and again and again. So I actually did attend, and I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought the last ten minutes, I was watching with Joe on the internet. We were watching. You're watching like on this. We were sitting on this. We were live. Sitting there watching, and as we're doing, I'm talking to a British wrestler on the thing, on my phone, mm-hmm. and she wants to come do a watch party with us. 
And I'm like, Geek's like, she wants to sit and watch a wrestling with us? I'm like, it's going to be 4 o'clock in the morning in England. The girl doesn't <laughs> sleep, apparently. What was your favorite match on All Out, guys? Ooh, Geek, all, you go first. I absolutely love the uh, tag title match. Absolutely. The tag title match. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. What, would you, what was your favorite match, you'd say? You go first, Kaya. I really enjoyed the Moxley Kojima match. I thought that was really fun. Um, it just felt like a war, it, but it didn't go on too long. The pacing was incredible. Um, they're both just incredible performers, and I felt like that was one of those matches that was super, super good. And like, it was like fifty-fifty. Like people either loved it and really appreciated it, or like weren't into it all, which I don't understand because I thought that was the match of the night. I loved yeah. that match, and then seeing Minoru Suzuki come out afterward, I was like. I cannot wait to watch that match tonight, right? It's tonight. I can't wait to watch that match. I'm also super excited to see um, Moxley's match with Nick Gage in Atlantic City. I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah, you should have seen my face. Joe Joe was like, wait, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, dude, Minoru Suzuki is here. No way. (laughs) He lost his mind. (laughs) He's going on one. He's on the big U.S. tour right now. Um, I know he's got some good matches coming up that I really am looking forward to seeing. I know he's wrestling Homicide in New York, which is exciting. I think he has a match with Davey Richards coming up out at Glory Pro on the 3rd of October. There are a couple on his U.S. tour that are, like, really fun matches. Hoping for Arthur Ashe. Okay. We'll see. He's he's close, but I'm saying the date with Homicide is actually close by. So yeah, guessing. that's at um, GCW Get Lost a Lot at the Melrose yeah. Ballroom on the 24th. Yeah. I'm saying, like, the date is close by, so I'm hoping he's on that, that tour as well. So. so my favorite match of that pay-per-view, I'm a big – my grandfather was a professional wrestler. He, he was a luchador, so my match of the night was the tag team match. I got – I went into tears. I went into, like – Oh my god, luchador winning that guy. I was like so happy. I was like, Grandma would be so we were all ready for it. I um I remember when they won and the place just erupted and I was like, Man, these people were ready for that title change. And and that's cool. I love when wrestling can tell a story and make people want something super badly. Like everybody wanted them to win so badly. They were so ready for it. And when they pulled off the win, people were so over the moon. And I just think that's one of the coolest things that can happen in wrestling is when the fans are just like so invested and they're ready, you know, and then they get what they want and they're super happy. Like that's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Like if uh, I feel like AEW pays a little bit more attention to detail with the the fans and the chant and everything. So I I I think it's different audiences. I mean, you know, there are a lot of wrestling fans out there. We're not all the same. We all like different things. Uh-huh. I often say like wrestling's like buying a box of donuts. Like you can put whatever donuts you want in the box and you don't have to eat donuts you don't like. Uh-huh. So, you know, just put the donuts in the box that you like. And I just I think AEW has a very specific audience that they cater to and that's great. And I think WWE has a very specific audience that they cater to. And that's also great because both companies do wonderful things and are super successful in this business. Yeah. Definitely. And like yeah. I said, if you don't like a donut, don't put it in your box. Like people exactly. don't like deathmatch wrestling. People don't like intergender wrestling. That's fine. Don't put that donut in your box. Like exactly. there's options yeah. here. If you that, want nothing like with the- AEW donuts, you can do that. Like it's okay. Yeah. So do you? What? Are you, how how are your feelings on intergender wrestling? 
I mean, I'm I'm pretty tall. I'm pretty strong. I'm five foot nine, one sixty five. So like, I could definitely mix it up with some dudes, and I'm all for that. But I also um, I like intergender wrestling to be like there to be a little bit of a story or some meat on the bone with it, not just like thrown together, right? I like there to be some thought put behind it or like why the match is occurring. But I have no problem with it in general. I think it's great. I think that people of all gender should be able to mix it up in the ring. There shouldn't be like gender specific rules in that sense. So yeah. I don't was- with it. But I also respect that like not everybody wants to do that. And like that's okay too. Like that doesn't mean that those people who aren't into it are like bad people. It's like it's not everybody's cup of tea. Like personally I don't ever want to do a death match, but I have a lot of respect for deathmatch wrestlers. So I can totally understand that there are people that don't want to do intergender wrestling. Because you can still respect something without partaking in it yourself, you know? Yeah, 100%. Who's, I, I believe that, too. Who's like, somebody you would like to work with? Like, um, out of the male wrestlers, I guess. Yeah. Out of the male wrestlers. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't really know. Like, I feel like I because my gimmick is, like, I'm a witch, there's so much meat on that bone for so many different people. Like, not even, like, a dude. You know who I'd really like to have a match with is actually Sue Young. I would love to have a match with Sue Young. I think that would be really fun and we could get really creative. You know, she's the undead bride. I'm the good witch. Like that's the type of stuff I like, that's, right? That's a great story right there. Yeah, it really, really is, right? Like, and that's to me at the end of the day, like the appeal of wrestling to me is telling. There's another wrestler that I think would be funny to have you versus a wrestler we had on our podcast. You have to look him up on Instagram. His name is Tamaku, the savage juggernaut. Oh, okay. Because you'd be a witch, like if he'd be, he's from an island, from an island in the middle of the oceans. It's like he's a war god. Oh, war okay. That's yeah, that's fun. A little Dungeons yeah. and Dragons style match here. I see. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all, the nerds, all the nerds just went. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, if you have to go, make sure you you make sure you um. Tell everybody where to follow you before before you go so they could try to follow you. You can follow me at Kaya MCK. It looks like it's right down there um, on Twitter and Instagram. That's where I am on social media. And once again, I do have merch at kayamckenna.bigcartel.com. So. And, and do, you have, do you have any upcoming matches you want to promote real quick? Um, I will be wrestling Killa Kate on Sunday the 12th at Combat Fights Unlimited. I will also be participating in the Camp Leapfrog Trail Mixer on the same date. On the 17th, I'll be wrestling for Catalyst Wrestling in Ridgefield Park. I will be at Beyond WWR Plus in Rhode Island on the 19th. And I will be at Higher Ground Wrestling in St. Paul, Minnesota on the 2nd of October. So I'm making my rounds. (laughs) Come see me at any of those dates. You can also, um, I'll be at Invictus Pro Wrestling on the 25th in Ridgefield Park as well, taking on Gabby Ortiz. So there's plenty of matches coming up for you guys to check me out at. You can always follow me on Twitter and I'll try to keep everyone afloat of where I'm going to be next. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you guys for having me this evening. It was a nice little chat. I appreciate you both. Have a good one. Tell your friends, please. I will. I will definitely let them know. Thank you guys for having me. You will. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. Thanks again, Ashley Dembois, for giving giving us the an, an awesome interview. Thank you, Kaya, for taking our taking our invite and coming on the podcast. And um, 
make sure make sure you guys come through tomorrow. We'll be listening. We'll be interviewing Izzy B. She's from uh she's from Long Island. She's from another New England wrestler. So geek, close us out. All right. So uh anyway, I'm pretty sure some people in uh Louisiana are pretty good right now, but they still need your help. So please so please donate to um the Red Cross, whatever you have, food, batteries, water, um, ba- I said batteries, flashlights, whatever. These people don't have power, water, electricity. Please donate to Red Cross. It's very important. So, Joe? Well, make sure you come in tomorrow as we interview Izzy B. Um, and Friday, we start off British Wrestler Week. We salute the we, we, we salute the British flag and say hello to the Queen as we head off to London, England, and interview our first, well, the first of the British wrestlers, the young, the talented Annabelle. And let's all we'll all see you tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody. So long.